Last time on Pokemon Rollout, a Bonsly approached the group in the woods as they were traveling. The Bonsly seemed very panicked, and the archetypes told the group to follow the Bonsly. It led them to a trio of Bellsprout and a duo of Sunflora, but they seemed... odd. They were gray and wilty. As Bernie, Charlie's Combustion, attacked them with an ember, it didn't do nearly as much damage as it should. They were eventually able to knock out one Bellsprout and catch the rest. They discovered that the Pokemon were blighted, and their Pokeballs were blinking rapidly. Like Spicy's Pokeball has been doing. The archetypes gathered around the fallen Bellsprout and commented on how this sickness was not natural. It was created by man. But done out of love, according to Grunge. What implications does this have for today's episode of Pokemon Rollout? Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Edward Pine. <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus. My spirit is broken, sneeze. <laughs> Lydia, it takes an arm and a leg, Shadow Garden. No! Oh, wait, Liliana, there we go. <laughs> and this has been Full Metal Alchemist cast. <laughs> no, don't worry, don't, don't worry. Next time you meet uh, Ellie, she can talk about equivalent exchange. No. Oh, no. I mean, where Gosh, do you think I, she is? I, I, oh, I want no. the spin off. Can we no. have the spin off? <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm googling Full Metal Alchemist tabletop RPG. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it exists. I say you might be able to mimic something like it in like Mutants and Masterminds, but it wouldn't be exact. Oh. Mm, yeah, that's Somebody true. Somebody draws fan art. Um, there's a Pathfinder. <laughs> oh yeah, there's got to be a Pathfinder. Oh no, okay, no, that's just the Alchemist character class. Yeah, that's, Alchemist that's class. Different. Nope, doesn't look like there actually is one. Oh, somebody's making one. Okay. Or has been making one for the last nine years. So probably it's not making one anymore, but... <laughs> right, they gave up. Oh. Yeah, no, I'd so, say... Yeah. <laughs> once, once that's done, so all of you <laughs> listeners out there, you know, go kickstart that Full Metal Alchemist RPG and we'll make okay. a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Big emotions. Big emotions tonight, everybody. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, to take our minds off of that, let's go back to the jungle with the rotting grass types. <laughs> oh, good. No. <laughs> um, you know, as though something vital is missing from them, or maybe something has been added to them that has changed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I've got my sun flora that I've captured that is blighted in mm-hmm. this way yep and i have uh um, and i also have a um a bell sprout and a sun floor that are both blighted as well 
one thing, like, so, yeah, you're kind of gathered around this. You all have caught, you all caught at least one of the blighted Pokemon, which means one Bellsprout is unconscious on the ground. Yep. Um, That's right, we were checking on it. Yep. Mm. And in fairly bad shape. Uh, you would know, uh, Professor Sneeze, definitely, you would know just his base kind of Pokemon knowledge that uh, grass types have a decent advantage in that um, they may be as easy to kill as other Pokemon, but they don't die from exposure as easily as long as they're on on ground. Mm. Because they can kind of get their nutrients unconsciously and go through things there. So as long as they have those right. things, the blight or whatever is happening to them is going to mess with that a little bit. But there's a decent chance that while the spell sprout will probably not recover on its own, it's also not going to completely succumb within the next couple of days at least. Okay. So, it's okay f- for now. For now, yes. Okay. Um, we should maybe get to a Pokemon Center. I know I'm really not feeling well. I got a dose of poison out of all this. Um, can we get back to a Pokemon Center? I need to think about what this blight is. We need to maybe find some research that uh, will uh, help us figure out what's going on. Say so the Bonsai does kind of hearing this jumps up in front of you and starts jumping up in like uh, just jumping up urgently and kind of trying to push you more towards where it was leading you before again. Okay, hold on. Let me look in my bag and see if I have an antidote at least. <laughs> Charlie holds out a Pokeball for the Bonsai. <laughs> this is not the time <laughs> I do have an antidote so I'm going to cure myself of poison and alright I feel a little bit better um, I'm, I'm good to go I guess <laughs> where, where are you taking us Bonsly right, wait Charlie are you catching this thing I mean I'm, I want to try right <laughs> let's wait uh, I, I don't. I'm not opposed to it, but let's let's let it lead us where it's going first. Uh, fine, I suppose. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking. Okay. Uh, uh, medical or comment. I was thinking that you know I could like. I know Nick wouldn't allow, it, but I could end like one of these really quickly. Bonsai comes running up from the forest. Charlie catches it. They move on. <laughs> oh yeah, you you certainly could have done that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> and you wouldn't have found out the effects until farther in the future. Hey. Hey. See, game master punish. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. Like, the, I, I would, I would try to make that not a punishment because it would be kind of hard to know. But true, you'd find out effects. But a disadvantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm. All right. Um. So we'll follow the bounce fly. Yep. Okay, Bonsai heads you kind of deeper into the jungle and going through there. It starts to get darker out again. Um, My hair is glowing. Yes, <laughs> very nice. Um, Thanks for the nightlight. So you do hear some like rustlings and movements that suggest other things moving in the trees around you, but okay. most of the wildlife, most of the normal wildlife, seems to have moved away mm. and like out of the area. Um, Every once in a while, you stumble upon another grass type that seems to be unconscious on the ground and afflicted by the same kind of blight. Mm. Um, it seems like a bunch of different types. They've just kind of succumbed to the blight's effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not too many, but they do seem to be more frequent the farther you're he- the closer you're heading to your di- in your direction. Um, 
Until eventually you come to, uh, can I get a perception check from everybody? Woof. Yep. Five. Eleven. Thankfully, that is the thing that I just leveled up today, so I got a (laughs) sixteen. Woo! Sixteen, nice. (laughs) All right, um... Liliana sees it first. It might have helped. Um, she was you did you did spend most of your life in the city of Ratu, but you kind of had seen a little places around there, so it helps to see it a little bit more. Uh, you notice that when the trees you are walking through start to become inhabited by people, mm. uh, as in you're in kind of like one of the one of the smaller D villages that's going to be very traditional and actually very hard to spot. In general, because they've moved their things such in tune with nature. And with different things there. Uh, Charlie would notice it next. Just kind of the odd uh, bit of light glowing out from a tree or a bit or a chink, things there. Maybe a set of vines that are growing too, na- too uh, consistently to be any, to be naturally grown. And it's like more of a ladder going up. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you don't quite notice until... One of the trees uh, opens in front of you, and an older gentleman steps out. Ah! Oh, uh, hi! Um, hello! <coughs> My goodness, travelers? How did you get... No, it's right. Did, did any of your grass Pokemon get touched by the by the blighted ones? Is, is there any Are there any injuries among you? Uh, um, yes, there's... Um, I'll hold out the, the Pokeball for my son Flora, named Wilf, and say, I just caught... This sunflora and it has the blight. Yeah, I, I got two that uh, that have that too. And I think our friend, your your pokeball has been acting weird as well. I I think spicy might have it. I don't want to think like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so was was one of your grass Pokemon touched? How long has it been since it was since it was attacked? How long has it been since another grass type infected it? Um, uh, I mean, we don't... Liliana? Recently? Mm. Uh, I if don't it's know. A, if it's, a, it's Pokeball if it's a, most of the time. Well, if it was within the last hour or two, we might be able to do something, but otherwise the blight moves too quickly. Uh, so that um, we, can, we can do what we can to treat the ones that you have, but if you can come... Here, come inside. Come inside. They, they okay. act up a little too much at night. I mean, that Pokeball's been blinking for like a few weeks, so I mean... No, well, a few, a few days. A few days. <laughs> I forget the timeline here. <laughs> <laughs> days feel like weeks. I know what you mean, Charlie. <laughs> Sometimes months. <laughs> oh, dear. Because days? And it hasn't... That's straight... Uh, I'll, I'll let you speak to one of the, the healers. Come in, please. Uh... So he brings you into the larger tree, which uh, kind of moves down a bit, and you see it's actually basically a makeshift. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you would know this. You you would know this area a little better than the other two because it looks like what D Pokemon centers were like before the most recent kind of stretch of modernization, where it's much more like a medic area with uh, just like area with places laid out for the Pokemon and. Uh, not much in of technology and evidence at all, but mostly herbs and healing and different things there. And uh, the other thing that you would all notice right away is the lovely kind of sickly sweet stench of wood rot. Oh, goody. And things there. And you see that most of the little pallets and things are full of one grass type or another. All of them blighted. Mm. 
Maybe. Some are restrained, um, but a few of them actually just seem to be free of the things and are not actively attacking, but are more kind of moving weakly. There and they're being tended by a couple of people just dressed in uh, more like green, what looks like uniforms essentially, not the Nurse Joy uniform, mm. but more uniforms of medics and everything's there. And one of them comes over to you and says, oh, "You have some more blighted. We, we can take care of them as much as we can. We can at least keep it from spreading." That would be nice. I, I'm sorry, but your own injuries will it'll, it'll be a little bit for that. But that, that's okay. Uh, Charlie leans over to Pro- Professor Seas and says. Uh, hey, Professor, uh, isn't this, like, Pokemon Center a bit, I don't know, like, old? Like, can't we just bring it back to the one we were at before? And, like, they'll do the ding-ding-a-ding-a-ding thing and they'll be fine? <laughs> Charlie, this 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 blight, I've never seen it before. The, these people seem to have some experience with it. They might be able to do something that that Pokemon Center can't. Have, have they tried the ding-ding-ding-a-ding? I, I, you would have to ask them. <laughs> but... Why, why don't you just let them work instead? I'm afraid we haven't had much more experience than yours, but we're doing what we can. Uh, if you turn, you see a very old man, uh, looking older than Professor Sneeze, mm. by quite wow, a bit. That's old. <laughs> uh, Shut up! Has just like a frizz of white hair on his body. He's kind of stooped over with a cane, and his eyes are very obviously blind. Like opaque and milky thing like this. Travelers, I'm sorry to impugn upon you as you've just come, but we may need to ask for your help. Um. For a fee. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that good old extortion. <laughs> you know, if you wanted. Help us out, help, help you out. Help That's us what friends help do. you. <laughs> Oh boy! What 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 do you need? What can we do? We are, as your young friend may have noticed already, we are what you may call traditionalists. Uh, none of us here have Pokemon of our own. Uh, we worked with our fr- we worked with our friends in the forest, and the different ones here with what we needed, and many of them have now either fled the area for their own safety or are lying on these pallets, as you've seen. Yeah, where where did this come from? When you ask that question, the man's eyes literally light up. Whoa. And in a slightly different voice, he says, It came from the north. From a man who is not of us. From a land that is not ours, though they claim our name. Came from the north, and it will come again and worse in three days' time. And then Whoa. he kind of staggers and slumps back down, and his eyes dim, back to the normal blindness. Did his voice get like all echoey and whatnot too? A little bit, yes. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Paul. Now I have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, so from the north, I'm going to do a quick general education check just to see if I know what he's talking about. Like, what, 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 what is to the north besides, like, the Chan area? What would connect in my I'll brain? I'll do the same. 20. Uh, I'm not going to hit that high. Six. All right, uh, 
Yeah, the Chan region is the most obvious thing there, but uh, given the how fast you've seen this blight working, and how soon you kind of ran into Pokemon that are dealing with it, it probably isn't that far away, whatever the source of this blight is. Unless it's a very different source. The only thing that you know from the north of here is uh, unsettled jungle, and then the mountains hmm. at the end. So, if you had to guess, it's probably something or someone within that jungle. Hmm. Okay, it came from the mountain? Or from the jungle? Just from the uh, mountains? The man looks up at you with a slightly puzzled look and says, I'm sorry, what were we speaking about? Uh... <laughs> can I get an occult education check? Oh, do it. Yeah, that's something I can... I got a nine. Charlie, holy crap! Uh, Charlie gets a 22. Holy buckets. Yeah, three sixes and a four. Nice. Oh, great. Um, Charlie, you realize from just the eyes lighting up and, frankly, the person kind of ticks all the boxes of being an oracle. Hmm. Being able to see at least glimpses of the future and predict it. Uh, going by, uh, by what he just said there, uh, it's likely that he doesn't know his own power. And the other things there, he probably was just very good at uh, predicting things, like just small things, seeming to have very good intuition. Mm. And the other things there, it's it's also likely like, that this are we is thinking expert intuition, master intuition. What are we talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, uh, actually, but, uh... probably closer to master perception, and then the ability to put things together. Uh... He's there. Uh, he also. Uh, it's this is probably the first time that he's had to that he's dealt with something this serious of a threat to his village. So this is the first time it's activating as strongly as it did. You can actually draw connections between it and uh, Professor Sneeze's activation as a prism, because it's the first time he really dealt with serious issues and had the run in with uh, the with the archetypes and things there. Hmm. Yep. That makes sense. All right. So Charlie says, um, Professor says, I think this guy is, uh, he's, um, an oracle. Uh, he can, like, he's good at predicting things. He might not even know it. Uh, he's got a super good perception stat. So, uh, <laughs> 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 um, oh boy. Oh, that makes sense, Charlie. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Um, so, I mean, I, we can try and, and it seems like, his powers are like coming into fruition because he has to use them more. So I mean, maybe if we keep asking him questions, maybe we can find out some information. Sure, uh, Charlie, you you can you can decide whether or not Charlie would put this together. But uh, Oracle powers aren't so aren't as easy as like flipping on and off a light switch. Um, so especially with it, this this it may be a little too scattered. Uh, you'd have to, it. <laughs> I immediately think of an iRobot quote. Uh, his responses are limited. You must ask the right questions. Uh. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Trying to think if Charlie would just start asking random questions or if he would like, have like random questions with a point to them. Just like... Um, <laughs> I'm going to this one. Um, um, hey, um, you know anything about these archetypes? Just going right, right to see if you can say anything about the archetypes. <laughs> Where it tunes is, I'm, 
Uh, I'm sorry, young man. Archetypes? Uh, archetypes of what? Uh, these guys. We got one of uh, effect and one of love, and uh, this one uh, you got a double whammy here. You get uh... as you start as you talk. Uh, Katana just puts up the point of her blade up up under your chin. <laughs> uh, don't reveal my secrets. <laughs> you, you know her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, are you referring to Pokemon? I'm sorry, I'm not up with the most recent uh, teenager lingo of the day, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, Charlie, maybe maybe he doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, you were you were saying something about uh, you want our help? Oh, yes. Uh, it seems that this isn't a man-made illness. It's moving too quickly, and it seems to be too strong for it. We... Would go to find out the source of it, but we have no one to help. I see that our Bonsley came and found you. Uh, he's been a great help to us here in this village. Uh, and we sent him for help just uh, a little more than a day ago. I, I'm honored that he found help so quickly. Uh, and we were just hoping that if you could, if you had any way to find where this was coming from, and perhaps at least put a stop to it. That would benefit us for a great deal. There doesn't seem to be any end in sight at the moment. I would like to find out what's going on, so I'm on board. What do you guys think? Charlotte raises his hand. <laughs> Liliana high-fives it. <laughs> the man says nothing. He is blind, after all. Charlie waves his hand. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, you can just talk. This is oh, school. Oh. Does anyone own that bonsai? <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> and turns to regard Charlie. Um, he, he does seem to be slightly suppressing a smile at this point. <laughs> He's just like, ah. No, as I said, he is a friend of our village. He lives here with us. So I can catch him is what you're saying. If he chooses to go along with you, we would not object, but it is his choice, uh, not yours. Okay, cool. Well, maybe we'll look at that later, but, um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, can I catch Pokemon while we do it? If you, I could see no argument against that. Awesome! Yes. <laughs> he does seem slightly uncomfortable at the casual co- talking about capturing Pokemon, but... <laughs> cool it, cool it, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, um okay uh so we need to find out where this stuff is coming from it's gonna get a lot worse in three days and uh, what was that about three days um you wouldn't (laughs) understand i think (laughs) (laughs) very very well um so we've got um is there any chance we could um rest for the night Oh, of course. Here we and we wouldn't be sending you out. In, yeah, we wouldn't be sending you out in the night. In any case, uh, we'll have someone to tend to your wounds as soon as possible, as well. Uh, much and appreciate your Pokemon's. Char- Charlie goes uh, to uh, um, Professor Sneezy and goes, "Ding, ding, ding, a ding." Okay. They'll take care of us, Charlie. <laughs> I think I just did. <laughs> 
All right, so they do eventually get around to you, and they give you uh, the good old-fashioned medicine that, of course, tastes terrible. <laughs> oh, this takes me back. <laughs> Thankfully, Charlie is healthy. Yeah. I think. Liliana, like, sneakily takes a chocolate bar out of her pocket and just eats that. <laughs> Did you have to get healed up, too? Uh, no. no only Professor oh, Sneeze actually had... grunge because he needs to get healed up. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're feeding your dog chocolates. Oh. He's a fire dog. It's fine. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> you have no idea what Charlie does to a Pokemon. <laughs> he loves right. it. He looks great. It's just a little bit. <laughs> See how happy he is? It's like every terrible pet owner ever. He loves it. It's great. See how happy he is with it. Get off my back. Does that mean all of our Pokemon are healed then? Yes, all of your Pokemon are healed back to full. Cool. And you do spend the night there. So, right. I have nice, comfy beds in different in an inn. Does that include our um, blighted Pokemon? Uh, The blighted Pokemon are still blighted. Okay, but are they cured of their injuries and health? Yes, they can be healed up to full. Okay. Wow, my Pokemon didn't like really get in on the battle a whole lot. Like, Bernie helped did a little bit, but no one else really needed a whole lot of healing. Yeah, I'm the only one on my team who got hurt. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be the tank of the team. What is this? <laughs> Do we have a tank? <laughs> I will say that uh, Professor Sneeze's opening move every single time is to create a bright light centered on himself. <laughs> so invisible. Wow. Talk about narcissism. <laughs> I can't help if I stand out in a crowd. <laughs> I'm just that fantastic. Oh, dear. You're able to wake up the next morning. There were, like creaking noises and groaning noises and things from outside, but they were mostly far away. Okay. So you wake up the next morning, it's bright and clear outside, uh, only a couple more blighted Pokemon are passed out on the edges of the village. Creepy. Hmm? So, uh, like, what should we, like, what should we do? Like, should we just, like, go due north and see what happens? Um... I don't know, Archie, what do you think? Archie actually looks down at Grunge, who kind of sticks his nose in the air and says, if closer can find. Okay, um, let's, let's start north then, I guess, and see what we can, see what we can do. Uh, first thing to mention, remember, Grunge does have his detective hat on. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. <laughs> All right. And it is still a mystery. <laughs> and Charlie heads south. <sighs> Professor Sneeze just grabs him by the collar. (laughs) Back the way you came. (laughs) Uh, um, I'm going to roll a survival check. Okay. To see that we go the right way and stuff. 16. All right. And I'm going to, you know, as I'm going along, try to keep an eye out for intensifying signs of the blight. Because I'm going to assume that as we get closer to ground zero... It'll get worse. All right. What is everyone else doing? Um, Charlie. I'm trying to think if Charlie would catch Pokemon if they're sitting there being blighted, and that would just kind of drag down the plot, so he's not going to do it now, but... Um, you can I will maybe say distill that, that into a roll. 
Yeah, I will say most of them that uh, you see that are blighted are also unconscious. Ah, gotcha. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, Charlie has no. There's no, nothing wrong with that, according to Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Heartless. Um, um, I guess Charlie's uh, just kind of looking around. He, he, not that I initially need to roll for this now, but he's like kind of looking around. He's like, um, he wants to see if there's uh, looking for anything that he may have recognized from like one of his books on a cult edu- education that he's read before any like lore things that he can like draw upon and be like oh yeah this was like that one time when the plague rolled through you know Kalos or something like that um so part partially per- perceiving what's going around and also like trying to tie, tie it into his knowledge okay so is Liliana up to anything uh no pockets to pick. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> like I'm out of my default. Um. Although I wonder if she just like picks pickpockets Charlie for fun. <laughs> <laughs> steals his propaganda. <laughs> steals his stuff, but then always puts it back, and Charlie is n- none the wiser. <laughs> okay, so actually, <laughs> that's very fitting for like who I am actually. <laughs> Because back in high school, what I used to do is I would break into people's lockers. Like, my friends, of course. And I would keep their things. And if they didn't notice that I took them, I would give them back to them at the end of the day. And I was like, oh, hey, by the way, were you looking for this? And we'd be like, what? What did you do this? (laughs) My friends. Everyone's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's how it is in this world. (laughs) Um... Anyways, back to Pokemon. <laughs> um, I think this Liliana has been true just... confessions. <laughs> we got my Nazi story on the last podcast. <laughs> We're just a bunch of vigilantes. What's your stories? Uh, there you go. Um, uh, Liliana is just going to be following Grunger out and seeing what she can do to help, and also be wondering in the back of her mind like where in the world did he get this hat because like I never stole that part from him like he did did he do that himself like I'm so proud of him and like, the tear just like rolls down her cheek and she just like pats Grunge and they continue to search for things Grunge has a hat that she doesn't know like, the the uh, origin of her immediate decision he stole it <laughs> Obviously, it can be no other explanation. It's totally not anime logic at all. No, no. <laughs> Boy. Oh. All right. So if you're able to move through the woods uh, fairly simply with uh, Professor Sneeze leading and kind of heading, uh, making sure you keep heading northward, uh, you do start to see uh, steadily intensifying signs of blight. More and more grass types have kind of... Uh, fallen down on the wayside and are unconscious around you, and you hear different rustlings and movements around you, um, until eventually you get to a point where, uh, you're wandering forwards, and, and I get another perception from everyone. Yes! <laughs> Ooh, snake eyes. <laughs> Fifteen. Seven. Okay, um, Professor Sneeze? <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> there may have been some slight hallucinogens in that blight poison, at least for humans. Or maybe because, the or maybe the medicine. Maybe it's the combination of the two. Uh, because 
Like, it's not major, but there's definitely been a couple of things that you've seen that really shouldn't exist, and you know they don't. Um, for example, at the moment, you ke- you hear a strain of song you've never heard before and see a little bit of a pink thing that looks like a fan pee, maybe. That's kind of distracted you for, for now. Um, Liliana, you... Uh, don't notice anything much out of the difference besides the blighted Pokemon all around the area. And But, uh, Charlie, what you notice is that um, there are a couple of things strange in the area ahead of you. The first big things you notice is that there are some wil- some wilted leaves sticking up out of the ground. Uh, that ca- like they're, They look like they would have been bright green leaves before and kind of like a fan shape. But they've wilted down a little bit, and they're quivering as though there's something else underneath them. Ah. Uh, Paul knows what's going on. (laughs) This, uh, it takes you a second more to notice than first, but, uh, the other thing you see are what looks like kind of large mushrooms leaning against the sides of two, uh, of two different trees nearby. Uh, but you notice that they have tails. And, like, little clawed, almost like Tyrannosaur-like feet. Uh-huh. So they also are kind of wilted and sickly. Um, that's the other thing that, that kind of makes them hard to distinguish at first, is some of the regular plant life looks like it's been affected by the blight near here. Rather than just the grass-type Pokemon. Alright. Uh, Charlie uh, kind of points these out and is like, um... Hey guys, I think there's, uh, I don't know if we're going to get attacked or like what's going on, but there, there's some Pokemon around here, there's um, like there's a couple here on the ground, um, and then like, see that tree over there? Yeah, there's there's a kangaroo looking thing over there. <laughs> I mean, wait, what's a kangaroo? I don't, there's, <laughs> there's a big old hop, hoppy, hoppy mushroom over there. <laughs> Two of them. Do I see them? Um, with him pointing them out, you can see the mushrooms and the plants that he's talking about, but they don't look like Pokemon to you. Oh, okay. But, Charlie, that's just plants. No, seriously, check I, it I, out. I'm not, uh, I, I, you don't necessarily have to disbelieve him, you just can't tell. Oh, okay. It's like what? you can't tell the difference. I don't, I don't see what you're talking about, Charlie. No, look, and Charlie takes a Pokeball and drops it on one of the Oddish. <laughs> All right. Uh, make a roll for accuracy. All right. As Nick quickly changes the uh, four. Okay. Um, the wilted leaves actually bend and snap back, uh, snapping the Pokeball, and it just bounces off of your head instead. Ow! Charlie is inside a Pokeball. Rooter than I'd expect. Oh, they got a bathroom and a foosball table! (laughs) (laughs) Um, At that moment, the uh, two... Yeah, the two mushrooms actually, like, you can... Two... Professor Sneeze and Liliana, it literally looks like they essentially sprout legs and eyes and a tail. (gasps) And just bound forward, obviously kind of sickened and diseased and everything. And both of them start spitting out seeds. Yeah, no! Uh... 
one spit seeds and they all land on top of uh, Charlie and start to kind of uh, sprout just a little bit. Oh, man. Um, the other one hits... Uh, let's see. There are six... Six targets at the moment, technically. Because it's you and all of your... Uh, archetypes. All of your archetypes. So... Yeah, the other one actually hits Liliana in the face with some seeds. Ow! And they start to sprout there. Uh, both of you are hit with leech seed. Oh, I don't... I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, Quick, switch me out for another trainer. Right. Uh, <laughs> Tag team. <laughs> Liliana, if you are up, uh, you lose one-tenth of your HP. Oh. Seems pretty honest to me. <laughs> ah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we have an alternate title for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. I can't do a lot since I'm a lot of poisoning stuff. I guess I'll do rock smash for now. Do you want Oddish one or two? I'll take number two. Wait, which is the one that hit me in the face? Um, neither of the Oddish hit you in the face. Uh, the, the two kangaroos did. Do you want the kangaroo one or kangaroo two? I want the kangaroo that hit me. Okay, that would be kangaroo two. <laughs> Coming after you, kangaroo too. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. I got a three for accuracy. A three for accuracy. I got um, hit really hard in the face. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're a little bit blinded still by the uh, seed sprouting on your face. Um, and also, as you go for a martial arts type smashing swing, the kangaroo Pokemon kind of... Uh, even though it's blighted and looking sickly, it kind of it moves almost expertly to dodge out of your way. Uh, that does mean that Grunge is up. I'm just going to do Leer right now at Kangaroo number two. Okay. And, oh, well, I rolled a 19 for that one. <laughs> Alright, it does, uh, it moves into a more defensive stance, which actually lowers its defense, surprisingly. Here's what Archie's gonna do. Um... So we've got, hold on, we've got the, the two mushroom kangaroos. Yes. Um, and two Oddish. Yes, that you see. That I see. All right. And I, I know, no, all right, here, I'm going to roll a Pokemon Education quick to, to stop this waffling around. <laughs> I love waffles. <laughs> that, oh man, that's bad. That's nine. <laughs> Ooh, I'm okay. going to try and beat him. Charlie's going to try and beat him. <laughs> I can I can beat him. I can beat him. Two Come ones, on. two twos, and a three. Come on. Yowchie. Oh, I only got a six. <laughs> right. So uh, you're both be able to recognize the Oddish as a grass and poison type, and they are definitely blighted. Uh, Professor Sneeze, after a little bit of searching to remember it, you uh, are able to get the kangaroo types as Breloom. Gotcha. Which are poison, or which are grass and fighting types? Uh, you remember they're the evolved form of something, but you can't remember what. Okay. Um. All right, and Liliana is focusing on one of the Breloom. Yes, she's on Breloom two. Breloom two. All right. Um, I'm gonna tell Archie. Archie, lock on to the other Breloom. So Archie goes and uses lock on. Okay. Uh, 
on that Breloom. How many can I get in a swift blast? Let's say you can hit both of the Breloom or both of the Avish. I'll hit both of the Breloom. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to power up my hair muscles and send stars shooting out towards the Breloom. Now 20! Oh Woo! boy, so you did crits. Woo! Alright. So that's 46 plus 30. Oh man, come on. Roll better dice. Oh dear. Um, sure so dice. 30 total. Yeah, 30 total. So 37. 37? Oh, 37 normal special damage. <laughs> on your crit. On my crit. <laughs> Alright, so you did 21 and 22 normal special damage. Hey. Isn't enough to give either one an injury. But uh, both really kind of hunch down as the stars hit them and they warp and distort because they're blighted. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And one of the Oddish uh, pulls itself up out of the ground and spews out a bunch of just uh, gas that is supposed to smell sweet, but just smells slightly off to you. Hmm. Uh, and that helps you to keep your senses. It tried to use sweet scent and failed. Ah. I will blame it on the blight. <laughs> because plot. <laughs> and because plot, yes. Uh... At the same time as this happens, a rotting tree stump that was kind of sitting on its side at the other end of, like, the area where you were uh, kind of drags itself up onto, like, a wisp of, like, blackish smoke and starts trying to uh, fly away. What? <laughs> Wait. Paul is all of a sudden interested. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's been checked out this entire episode, but now he's in. Now he's in. <laughs> Well, I was, I was like, hmm, I want to get the brew loom and I want to get the Oddish, but this, this is what Paul wants. <laughs> oh, that's the, yeah, they also need to shudder. I forgot. All of them are in terrible pain because they are, because uh, <laughs> they are blighted. <laughs> so then, um, with a shudder, two other Oddish pop up out of the ground. So wait, there's like uh, four Oddish up around now? There are three Oddish. Three Oddish. Sorry, three one, Oddish. one popped up and then two more. So there are and three Oddish more. total. Um, and one of them spews out a bunch of orangish dust at Grunge. No. And Grunge gets hit by it and starts moving a little jerkily. Grunge is paralyzed. Uh, the other one jumps up and spews some kind of bluish dust at Archie. <laughs> and Archie falls asleep. Wait, if I trade it, if he had plus four evasion, could he dodge it? No, it rolled oh. a 17. Oh, fine. Sorry. <sighs> uh, Lock-on is still in effect until it's used, by the way. That's right. So, you didn't lose lock-on. But... True. So yeah, Archie fell asleep, and that brings it back up to actually Archie's turn. Oh, boy. Okay, um, so Archie's going to try to wake up. Rolling a d20. 13. Okay, uh... It needs a 15 or higher, doesn't it? It needs a 16 or higher. 16 uh, or higher. Yeah. What's his training? Uh, it is focused training. Oh, yeah, focused training. What's that give you again? Uh, plus one accuracy, plus two skill checks. Okay, so skill checks. So, yep. Archie continues to slumber. <sighs> uh, Charlie, you are up. Uh, you lose, uh, 
Hey, take a hit points. Alrighty, let's do that. Alright, so Charlie then, um, seeing, catching this stump out of the corner of his eye, uh, trying to move away, he, um, wants to, he's very intrigued by this, so he, uh, sends out, uh, Penny, his scorpion, and, um, since, uh, I have some sort of a juggler thing, she gets to go right yeah. away. Yeah, Penny um, goes immediately. And yeah, she gets to go immediately, and I, um... And sending her out is a move action, so you do still have a standard action. Okay. Um... Um, as a standard action, I will throw a rock at, uh, the Otis are all untouched right now, right? Yes, they are, oh, well, besides the Blights, yes. Is there is there one that's like closest to where this other Pokemon is fleeing? Uh, I will say Oddish three is probably the closest. Okay, Oddish three. So uh, Charlie throws a rock at Oddish three. Okay. Uh, gets a six. A six does hit. Uh, so 5 and 22 is 27 normal physical damage. So that's 17 normal physical damage. Isn't quite enough to give it an injury, but uh, the rock hits and sinks in. And then falls out. <laughs> Alright. And then, uh, goes, Alright, Penny, now go after that Pokemon. Go ahead and use Pursuit! So we're using Pursuit on it. Okay. And so- oh, on the one that's right. Okay. Yeah, and the one that's and the one that's actively leaving the thing because it's gonna do gooder. Yep, damage base of eight it has. All right, so I suppose she needs to uh, she needs to roll for her accuracy on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a seventeen. That hits. Eleven, so that's thirty-three dark physical damage. You ended up doing thirty-nine dark physical damage. Which is enough to give the Pokemon two injuries. Oh boy. But not quite enough to faint it. So Penny jumps forward and slams into, and for a second it looks like she slammed through the rotting tree stump. Um, it manages to kind of hold, it to, it hold itself together by splinters. And it spins around, and you see a very, of what, what once have been a face on its front that's been like heavily distorted by the blight. Going there, and it's just kind of like sitting there, and just like gives out a ghostly howl in your direction. I feel super bad for it now. <laughs> <laughs> As Penny hits it, and like the basically sawdust and bits of it kind of fly into the air, uh, Grunge suddenly perks his head up. What is the boy? <laughs> Timmy's stuck in the well. Wait, no. Uh, the Brainloom are actually not in terribly bad shape because since they have Leech Seed, they're actually canceling out their Blight. Um, hmm. uh, one of them spins and jumps over at Professor Sneeze because he lit himself up again. <sighs> Get lit. <laughs> and it just ducks down its uh, mushroom head and slams it into you with a big old headbutt. Huh. Ow! Which does... 41 normal physical damage. Yeah. I'm still up. I'm okay. And it shudders in reaction to the blight again, of course. 
Um, the other one, since it's being attacked, field directions, it jumps towards uh, Grunge, who just attacked it. And it actually goes for a good old headbutt as well. Okay, so that does hit. That hits, and it does 33 normal physical damage. Uh, before we get too far into this, before it actually affects anything, um, at the end of uh, Penny's uh, attack there, Charlie actually wants to do uh, use round trip. Oh, okay. So he takes her back in? Yep. Okay. Yep. So Penny bursts forth from her Pokeball and uh, attacks almost through this, um, this uh, Pokemon. And then uh, when Charlie sees how much damage she does, he, he recalls her right away. Whoa, whoa, great job. Okay, I, I, I need to get someone else out for this, this the rest of this battle, so come on out. So um, so Penny comes out, and Nilly, Charlie's Abra, comes uh, comes in. Nilly, yeah. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. I'm going to attempt to do uh, Rock Smash again on the Breloom that hit me. Okay. Okay, I got an 18 for accuracy. That hits. Yeah, that lowers their defense. I got 22 (laughs) fighting physical. You rolled a 1. No, you rolled a 3. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that did 18 fighting physical damage. Which is enough to give this Breloom an injury, and you also lowered its attack on combat stage. Um, as you went down and smashed down on it, um, you kind of crumpled one of its arms into its body. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. With, <laughs> there, there wasn't a terribly much resistance with it, and it doesn't seem to react as though as it probably should have to that effect. But it's not able to defend itself as well anymore, and it's definitely not doing as well as it was. Uh, that means it is Grunge's turn. I uh, remember to roll a d20 for paralysis. I rolled a six. <laughs> he can still go. Yay! You need to get a five or better. So. <laughs> I just got there. <laughs> oh, um... wait, one other thing I forgot. Paralysis does one more thing. Uh, oh, no your speed doesn't. is lowered four combat stages. Yeah. So do a minus four to his speed. So it might not actually be his turn. Yeah. So it dropped it down to seven. Wow, it's actually... It's, it's a minus four in every... In every reason. Okay, so it is not actually Grunge's turn. It's Professor Sneeze's turn. Hmm. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna keep uh, focusing on the same Breloom. Uh, Breloom number one, I think. Uh, that's the one you were focusing on, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Yep, Liliana was Berlin too, so yes. Yep, okay. yep. Um, and... No, oh, no, you know what? In fact, actually... No, instead, I'm going to use a full heal on Archie to wake him up. Can't you just go and, like, nudge him? Yes. Before you use a full heal, you can. I believe you can just nudge him away. Oh, I can. All right. All right, so then yeah. that's what I'm gonna do. Yep. Archie, wake up! I'm gonna shake him give him a shake. <laughs> All right, so you woke up, Archie. All right. Well, one of the oddishes is a little faster than the others, and so it jumps up and starts spitting acid. At none of you have attacked the, the, the oddish yet. <laughs> so they're just they're just lashing out in blind rage. Uh, Charles attacked one of them. He threw he threw a rock. Oh. All right, so then there it's, he's, uh, it's shooting acid at Charlie. Oh, boy. All right. 
Uh, so Charlie gets. I mean, no, we haven't with... touched them at all. What? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Those, Charlie gets splattered with acid. I'm afraid. What do I get? Uh, so you get splattered with acid, so you take twenty-eight poison special damage. Gross. But then, uh, oh, and the gruesome Pokemon actually it kind of like shudders and then just slams into the ground, and you see like little roots suddenly break out from the bottom of the tree stump and just plug into the ground. Um, and it starts like visibly drawing nutrients out of the ground. But at the same time, it shudders and like shakes a little bit, so nothing seems to happen this round. Uh, but it used in grain, but since it's also blighted, it cancelled itself out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now Grunge gets to go. Okay. You already made the paralysis check, so you can go to the next one. I am... I don't like the tree stump, so... I'm going to have Grimju's... Leave it alone, I want to catch it. Oh, okay, never mind. (laughs) I just thought it seemed scary. Okay, I I will leave it alone. Um... Instead, I will do um, Fire Fang on the Breloom that uh, Liliana's been trying to go after, but not doing very well at. Okay, Fire Fang on Breloom too. I got a 15 for accuracy. That does hit. 40 Fire Physical. Alright, that did 27 Fire Physical damage. Which is enough to give the Breloom another injury and faint it. Well, I didn't quite want to faint it, but (laughs) alright. Grunge jumps forward with flames coating his mouth and bites down on it, uh, luckily cauterizing the area that he bites so that he doesn't get poisoned as well. Good. Um, The Breloom drops to the ground, and as it does, a burst of uh, spores fly out of it. Uh, It uses Effect Spore dies and paralyzes uh, Grunge again, so Grunge notices no difference. Okay. Yes, that I thought you were going to say it would be like double the paralysis or something. Not, not double the paralysis, they don't stack. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Breloom is out of the fight. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the other Oddish, one of them spins around towards Archie and sends out a bunch of green glowy stuff which uh, envelops Archie for a second and does 36 grass special damage. So how much did that actually end up doing? 27. 27. Holy cow, he only has 4? Oh, he has 2. Oh, special defense. He has 9. Wow. I can, I can count. No, I cannot. Alright, and so that Oddish suddenly looks better for a second before shuddering and looking sick again. Mm-hmm. One of these Oddishes war- was actually hit by something. Oh! Charlie threw a rock at it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We've been over that this. <laughs> yep. 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 So then that one um, actually spins towards the new Nilly who just came out. And fire some green glowy stuff at her. Just barely doesn't crit. Ooh. Uh, and does 
35 grass special damage. And so that one also looks much better before shuddering and looking somewhat sicker again. Um, Alright. So, Archie can't miss on this move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that on that Breloom, Breloom number two. Archie, use Fury Swipes! Breloom two is fainted. Or Breloom number one. Okay. Yeah. So, Fury Swipes. Hit it again anyways. And it's not <laughs> Hit it a crit, but it hits. Hit it again. Um, Alright, so it it hits, but doesn't crit. Okay. Um, so, five strike, I roll a d8, and yep. I get a five on the d8. I think that's three, but let me make sure. It's three d12. Mm-hmm. Ooh, use some d12s. Um, come on, roll better. <laughs> Um, so that's going to be ugh, 36 normal physical. That's 3d12 plus 10. Yep, plus, plus 10 and then plus 14. Okay, so 36. 36. <laughs> 3d12 and you rolled 12. Yep. <laughs> Alright, 36 physical. Uh, you did 20 normal physical damage, which is enough to give it an injury, but not enough to faint it. Okay. So Archie bursts forward and just rips into this Breloom. Who, as it's being ripped into, uh, shoots out a burst of spores. He's an effect spore, and um, Archie is poisoned. Oh, come on. It doesn't happen this round, but next round he's poisoned. So it's kind of sagging down and looking much the worse for wear, but it's still moving. Okay, so Nelly um, is. She was just attacked by an Oddish. She was just attacked by an Oddish. Okay. Yes, Oddish number two. Alright. Oh man, this might just like completely destroy it, but I think we need to give it a shot anyway. Uh, she's gonna use a uh, Psy Shock on it. Okay. So I start with three. Man, this this is like an OP move. <laughs> 3d8 plus 10 plus 17. Okay, did you roll for accuracy? I did not. I thought I should do that. I hope I did because my first one was an 8. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, accurate. Oh no! It's a one! It's a <laughs> one. Okay. Hey, we get to use the critical fumble oh, table. Nilly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> on a hit die crit fail, which I'm guessing is what this is, uh, the trainer's Pokemon miss does something to the environment around them <gasps> that adds more peril to the situation. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh. So, what I will who, do is... Who's, who's, uh, whose entry is that? We should give a shout that out. That is Michael Williams. <laughs> so we have Michael Williams to blame for this catastrophe. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Michael Williams. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, you can thank me, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, you rolled the one. I did. Uh, Millie looks back at you with the, with the side shock and uh, something that Professor Sneeze and Liliana haven't seen before. For just a second, the opera opens her eyes. <gasps> And lets out a burst of pure psychic force. Unfortunately, she hasn't quite gotten the hang of uh, aiming yet. <laughs> and you remember how I mentioned that a lot of the uh, plant life has been blighted around the area? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manages to hit a, bre- a largish blighted tree. Oh no. <laughs> and cut a nice big chunk out of it. Mm. Uh, memories of your entry into Trilathon Sanctuary start flying through your heads as the tree starts toppling towards the battlefield. No. There is one round before it lands. 
and it will land after Archie's turn next round. Charlie, oh you're up. You lose a ticket hit points. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, let me take take that tick. And it that's like if you do nothing about it, it will land in the battlefield. Charlie can't move a tree. Well, apparently he can. All right. Um, actually, I want to catch the Pokemon now. <laughs> you certainly can do that. Um, so Charlie uh, uses his move action to move away from the falling tree area. Okay. And so he kind of dodges and rolls, and as he rolls out, he throws a Pokeball with the lock case on it at the tree stump. In fact, okay. he's going to throw a great ball at it. All right. Uh, 17 for accuracy. That hits. And let's roll the D100. Wouldn't be able to do any damage on this one if I tried anyway. And that's a 17 minus 20. Okay. Pokeball shakes once. Ding! Congratulations. Uh, you caught a level 20 male phantom. Booyah! Uh, it has two injuries has taken 45 HP of damage and is blighted with the caveats that it it reacts like bad poison at all times. Hmm. Okay. So the one Breloom that is still up, looking slightly better after Charlie looked slightly worse, it doesn't seem to notice the tree falling. Blight is not the best <laughs> is not the best aid to your perception, I'm afraid. Um Instead, it turns to Archie, who just clawed it up, mm -hmm. and swings at him with a right hook that's almost too fast to see. Yeah. It's mock punch, and it does 35 fighting physical damage. Oh no. Okay. So. Uh, Archie is fainted. So basically, with a giant right cross, the like a super fast right cross, the Breloom lays Archie flat. Archie! Uh, the tree is still falling, isn't it? The tree is still falling. Okay, I'm gonna hit the tree. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait, 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 guys, guys, guys! I found a loophole. I found a loophole. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Because he said the tree's gonna fall at the end of Archie's next turn. Archie's at not gonna have a next turn. Next initiative round. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Archie, Archie is still going to have a turn. He just can't take any actions. Uh, uh, yeah. Good try. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you hitting the tree with? Uh, with my bare hands. Okay. Er, I, well, I suppose I'm just gonna do rock smash on it, so I could use a rock. <laughs> rock smash yeah. is using your bare hand to smash rocks, not using a rock to smash things. <laughs> That's why it's a fighting type move. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna use my bare hands anyways then. Okay, so you're looking to smash the tree as it comes down. Yeah, I'm gonna break it. Alright, you're gonna wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it! <laughs> but carefully! <laughs> So it hopefully doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> Alright. I rolled a 16 for accuracy. <laughs> you you hit it. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna go with it that uh, since you rolled for accuracy, that's an auto crit. Ooh. So roll Sweet. 2d8 and add 25. 
Yay! <laughs> so 34 fighting physical. Alright, uh, since the tree is rotted, you manage to uh, break it apart in rather large chunks, which fall around everywhere. Um, everything else is more, like most of the place is more or less okay because of that. You manage to kind of break it to pieces. Um, the only things that would be in danger would honestly be Breloom 1 and Archie at the moment. Because mm. it's falling down towards them. Gotcha. Archie, return! <laughs> oh, is he in a Pokeball? He is. Yeah, he's got a Pokeball. Nice. Alright, so you returned Archie. Uh, that takes no action because he's... Like, you can release another Pokemon with no okay. further action. Alright. Sticky, come on out! And I uh, send out Sticky to Solose. <laughs> out of the way of the falling tree. Out of the way of the falling tree. That makes sense. Yep. And then there's that Breloom. Yep. That knocked Archie out. Yes. Um, it's still kind of there. It's still kind of, kind of there. Um, Alright, I'm gonna use Try Attack on that Breloom. Alright. So I'm powering up my hair muscles. I'll show you to do that to Archie. And I rolled an 11 to hit. That does hit. Alright. That's better. Um, so that's, okay, 36 normal special damage. Okay, that's 24 normal special damage, which is enough to give it another injury and faint it. Okay. So you hit the Breloom, which just uh, slams it backwards and down onto the ground, just like flat out. Again, almost like Archie was before, except it's slightly frostbitten, charred, and has electric burns. <laughs> right, one of the Oddish... And kind of casting about for things to fight. Uh, sees Sticky jump out right away and decides to spit some acid at him. But it goes wide. <laughs> Slams into some trees. Uh, grunge is up. Can you roll for paralysis? Let's try it. I rolled an 11. You're good. Woohoo! I. Well, okay. I'm assuming Charlie probably wants an Oddish. Just <laughs> Professor Sneeze want one? I wouldn't say no. Okay. Um, I'll just say I'm going for Oddish 1 then okay. right now. So, I roll a 16 for accuracy. I'm doing Fire Thing. Alright, 16 for accuracy hits. 38 Fire Physical. That did 26 Fire Physical damage, which is enough to give the Oddish an injury. Not quite enough to faint it, so again slams into and tears off a couple of its leaves on the top as Grunge goes past. But uh, the they doesn't they don't catch fire like they normally would, so and the otter seems more or less unperturbed, even though it's blighted and sickly. Uh, the second Oddish looks around and it spews out a bunch of again sickly sweet smelling air. That all of you this time breathe in, and it kind of dulls your senses a little bit. You get a minus two to evasion. Anyone on the field, so, or just us, or uh, any grunge, Charlie, uh, Nilly, yeah, grunge, Charlie, and Nilly all get hits. Good old oddish number three, he's being worked over by Charlie. Uh, it spews out a bunch of yellowish-orangish spores at Charlie, but he is able to dodge out of the way. Cool. Um, 
A few seconds later, the rest of the tree falls down with a giant thud completely burying the fallen Breloom. Oh no. Hmm. Um, After surveying the things around him, he looks behind him and sees the tree like, Whew! That was close. What'd you guys do to the Breloom? I wanted one of those. Aw, man. (laughs) You should have been faster. That's okay. I got got a good one over here. I don't even know what it is. It's just really cool. (laughs) Um, no one did a Pokemon I didn't even see that, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you have to check this one out later and tell me what it is. Um, but anyways, uh, Charlie, um, right, uh, Charlie goes, uh, all Charlie does on this turn is he's like, um, okay, Nilly, uh, good, good, good job. Um, you are very strong, and um, we'll have you do that another time. Come back, please. <laughs> so he returns Nilly, and am I able to send Bernie out this turn too, or do I have to wait? Uh, yes, you can. You, that will be all that Charlie can do during his rounds, but he can do okay, that. Okay, and yes. yeah, then uh, then uh, Bernie, let's have you come out and, and do do some stuff. All right. And since we did not use Nilly's attack this round, Bernie can slow or Nilly's Pokemon roof, then Bernie gets to go right cool. away. Um, Bernie, peck at that Oddish in front of me here. That's uh, an 11 for the, the uh, accuracy roll. 11 hits. Uh, D8 plus 23. Uh, three, uh, 26 uh, flying physical damage. That did 29 flying physical damage, which is enough to give the Oddish two injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. Right. So Bernie just jumps over and just smacks his beak down on the Oddish. And so that indent from the rock becomes a puncture wound. You know, and the Oddish is kind of just sitting there, teetering back and forth. Uh, and still, he is more or less up. I, since I don't want to knock anybody else out, I'm going to use Astonish on the Oddish that uh, Charlie is trying to get. Or wait, oh, how's that one looking? Uh, it's got an, it's got two injuries and is looking much the worse for wear. Mm-hmm. Of the three Oddish that are out, it is looking the worst. Uh, I don't want to do that then. Um, you could use the Oddish 1 that you've been attacking, or Oddish 2, which no one's been attacking. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Oddish 2. Okay. And I rolled a 19 for accuracy. That hits. Hmm. Oh, that razzle bazzle. 31, it goes physical. Or, I mean 21, never mind. 21, okay. <laughs> yep, like, sorry. Not 31, 21. 21, okay. That did 11 ghost physical damage, which isn't quite enough to give it an injury, but it is enough to flinch it. Yes, somehow these uh, blighted Pokemon, which are most more or less immune to, or don't seem to notice pain so much, or at least are in as much pain that more doesn't really phase them that much, are still susceptible to the old Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> Yay. No one can escape the Razzle Dazzle. That's true. <laughs> and so it kind of flinches back in a way. I'm going to focus on Oddish 2, and I'm going to hit it with a Swift. All right. You can hit all three Oddish if you want. Oh, sure. Am I likely to faint any of the Oddish if I hit all three? probably faint Oddish 3. I don't want to hit Oddish 3. Okay, you can hit Oddish's 1 and 2. I will do that. (laughs) Not a crit. Okay. Um... 
And those are my sound effects. I see. Uh, we need more sound effects. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be 32 normal special damage. So you did 19 normal special to Oddish 1, and 17 normal special to Oddish 2, which is enough to give it an injury. Neither one of them fainted, though. Uh, though now Oddish 1 definitely looks the worst out of the three of them. Uh, Oddish 1 is probably going to faint if it does anything in the next round. Yeah. Um, it, is Liliana going to go before it does? No, it's going right after you. Oh, okay. Can I throw a Pokeball at it? <laughs> um, or is that have I used up that move action or that? I will allow it if Professor Sneeze can do nothing next turn. Okay, I can, I I can accept that. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. slap a lock case onto a Great Ball and chuck it, and that's a 14. That hits. A 59. Alright, Pokeball shakes once. Shakes twice. Shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you captured a level 19 female Oddish. Woo, she is a lady! Mm -hmm. Uh, She has one injury, has taken 55 damage, and is blighted. Alright, that means it is Grunge's turn. Please roll for paralysis. No, I got a three. Right. Grunge, unfortunately, this time seizes up and is unable to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna... Okay. So, Sticky, use Psywave on that Oddish. On the, the better-looking Oddish. Okay. It's gonna use Psywave. That's 16 to hit. That hits. And so we roll a d4. And that's a 4. Uses it so it loses 40 HP? Yep. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Okay. Um... <laughs> You overdid it. <laughs> that gives that Oddish three more injuries <laughs> and faints it. As uh, Sticky apparently turns towards that Oddish and <laughs> collapses it into a ball <laughs> and drops it onto the ground. Good, good job, Sticky. <laughs> Alright, so then the last Oddish that is still up uh, turns back towards uh, Bernie, who just pecked it, and spits out some acid at him. Oh, come on, Lands yawn. Yep, yep, they like to spit out a lot of acid. Uh, 30, oh, yeah, 38 poison special damage. What? Fine, um... 38. 10 as 28. I'm sorry that it wasn't exciting enough for your standards. Well, I mean, it took took off enough damage, though. 28. Ouch. Not quite enough to give him an injury. No. Not quite. Um, Charlie. I think, uh, so he takes the the lock case off of his new Pokemon and, uh, puts uh, it onto another uh, Pokeball. And he throws it at the Amish. Sounds good. Uh, Non-damaging. 17. That hits. Come on. Uh, 28 minus 10 is an 18. Alright. Pokeball shakes once. 
takes twice. Ding! Congratulations, you caught a level 19 female Oddish. Booyah! She's a lady. Yep. Has two injuries, has taken 49 damage, and is blighted. And that is the last of it. You have one fainted Breloom, one Oddish crushed into a ball and on the ground, and one of what used to be a standing tree on its side. Hmm. What are you going to do next? It looks like the blight is getting worse. We should probably press on. I think we're getting close to finding the source. Uh, Grunge kind of shakes himself out of his paralysis a bit. He goes, yes, this way now, this way. And points a little bit uh, more northwest-ish. As we travel, uh, Charlie uh, sends out his new Pokemon. Like, Professor Sneeze, I caught this. What is it? Pokemon education. Uh, that is a 16. Again, it's a little hard to see through the blights, but you're pretty sure that this is a phantom, which is a grass and ghost type Pokemon. Um, according to local legend, this is the spirit of a child that got lost in the woods, <laughs> who then inhabited a tree stump. Don't do it, but, uh, as far as you can tell, that's probably untrue. Of phantom, since Trevenant are able to breed other phantom. Mm. So if it was true, it would have some unfortunate implications. <laughs> yep. That's a that's a phantom, Charlie. Um it's got some legends around it, but it's 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 just a Pokemon. It's a grass and ghost type Pokemon. It's got some legends. Oh, I'm gonna have to check it out. This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, I didn't see that. You, you, you get a good eye, eye, Charlie. Yeah, it was, yeah, just uh, saw a thing going. I was like, ooh, probably a Pokemon. Let's go get it. <laughs> I do that most of the time, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much your, your MO, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking, uh, the sun starts to get lower and starts to set. Um, you also notice, like, the ground around you, there's patches of just dead grass and just dead earth. Mm-hmm. In areas, the blight is definitely getting worse. And then at one point, you catch a glint of what looks like light off of glass ahead of you. Mm. Oh, what was that? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I I, I was told I did, so. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's hearing things again. Oh, boy. I mean, um, Char- Professor Sneeze has a good reason to ask. He's been seeing pink elephants, so. <laughs> Charles just poking at the fourth wall. (laughs) Remember, that wall can poke back. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Let's 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 move in carefully. That looks like it might be maybe a man-made structure. And so, as you move towards it, uh, you get to an area that's a little clearer, so you can see a little farther ahead. And in the distance. A hemisphere of tinted green glass sits awkwardly in the midst of the jungle. Uh, the harsh glint of the sunlight on the surface making it stand out like a beacon. Um, at the bottom of the hemisphere facing you, an oblong box of white concrete is attached to the glass hemisphere, with a small door of metal at its center. Um, um, anybody have any idea what that is? Uh, question, Nick. Does this remind uh, us at all of that um, other, like, man-made mechanical thing when we were... Um, uh, following the cottony? Um, no, not in this case. This looks much more like, uh, especially Charlie, you see it. It looks like a greenhouse. Oh. Mm. 
almost like a modern greenhouse. It's a little larger than average, and the windows are tinted enough that you can't see in it. But it looks like a greenhouse. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it just looks like a, like a, a greenhouse. It, make, it, help, it helps plants grow. Um, should we go in? I'm, I want to loot it. <laughs> We don't. We don't know who could be in there. We should. We should. Uh, it. Go forward with caution. Especially if no one's there. Especially if no one's. <sighs> we'll just check on their things to make sure everything's okay. That's what I meant <laughs> by looting. <laughs> of course, of course. Always. <laughs> well, as you walk towards the hemisphere, um, the door opens. Oh. And a middle-aged man's face appears around it. Uh, his rather large, round, very pale face framed by wild billows of violently red hair. Uh, which seems to be going white in small spots all over it. Haven't you seen all the mess about? What are you wandering around out there? Get inside, quickly! He beckons you all towards him. Um. Okay, who are you? Not right now. Get inside. Come on. It's about almost dark. Okay. Let's let's go inside. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, as you guys all go inside, he shuts the door quickly behind you. Uh, seen from up close, the man is studying somewhat odd proportions. He's very tall and extremely skinny, with thin, spiny limbs wrapped in a buttoned-up lab coat that falls to his ankles. Uh, he wears white gloves, and his shoes are white with brown soles. His skin is so pale as to be translucent, and his eyes are a shade of brilliant red, matching his hair. Thanks, Selby. Are any of your grass types inoculated? What are their symptoms? Um, and that, I believe, is all the time we have for this week. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Here's Johnny. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I am Paul, uh, you can find me on Twitter at ProfSnag. And you can uh, find me in a few other places. Uh, of course, uh, Puckle, we have uh, the, our Game Corner on our Puckle Plus feed. Uh, but also, uh, the Draft League Michael and I are being uh, are part of because we are Pokemon podcasters. Um, you can find me... Uh, uh, so it's called the UPPL, or, or Upple. And if you check it out, I assume Michael's going to put a link in the show notes of the uh, episode that I did where we did a draft analysis. Me and Jolly by Nature from Blastburn Radio, we uh, did a draft analysis and it was kind of fun. Come check it out. And also come check out our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pokemon Rollout. The only content uh, up there as a recording is, again, a draft analysis that Claude9 and I did. But uh, hopefully we can uh, maybe put some other um, videos of our matches on there as well. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. Uh, also in the tap room on Facebook. And I'm, like Paul said, doing the Upple stuff. And so I'll try to keep uploading my match stuff as well. So, um, yeah, that should be fun. 
I'm playing it by ear. And I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow 8. And yeah, talk with us in the chat room. Follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelid. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here over the week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. A special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Bryson Elliott, Corex Alexandra, Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Tom Aquinas, and Michael Williams who is responsible for that falling tree. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Woo! Next time on Pokemon Rollout. The blight is spreading. Infecting trees and plants other than grass Pokemon as it goes. And it all leads to a strange building, deep in the midst of the brooding jungle. When the trainers approached this building, however, they were greeted by a strange man in a lab coat. Who is this strange person living in this building? What, if anything, does he have to do with the Blight? Is there any hope that our trainers can stop the Blight's slow spread? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. Um, should we clap and <clears throat> count down and clap? Oh, yeah. We're going to clap first, then count down, then clap again. We'll clap and then count down and then clap again. I just All love right. clapping. <laughs> Lydia, would you say you live for the applause? Oh. Oh, hey now. <laughs> You're a rock star. <laughs> Only good, wholesome fun on this podcast. <laughs> Kids you listen can, to this. You can, you can even consider, you can even call it a weed. I mean, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> right. no, I'm I not going to go get something different. All right. So, anyways, Pokemon, huh? Say so. Yeah. Back to okay. The jungle about them, Pokemon. I say back so to the jungle where there seems to be rotting grass types in this wholesome family show. I haven't named these blighted Pokemon. Oh, I didn't name one of them. I named one of them Nina. Why did I name it Nina? <laughs> Maybe you were looking for a Pinta and then the San- Santa Maria. No, there's a reason too. Shoot. Well, that episode will just have to come up for me to remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Because uh, it was uh, it was a uh, Full Metal Alchemist joke. Oh, oh yeah, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't her name, was it? I'm pretty sure it was. I think yeah, it I think was. it was. I think you're right. Oh wow. I think I uh, looked it up even. Yeah. Are you gonna have another one that you're gonna name just Ed dot 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 W A R D? Well, I, to be fair, I caught, I caught the sunflower and the bell sprout. I haven't named the bell sprout yet. Uh, no. It's, it's female though, so. Uh, okay. What was uh. the Last time on Pokemon Rollout, a bonsai a po- a pro- Nope, not even in for a shot. All right. Nope. <laughs> Last time on Pokemon Rollout. Bonsly approached the group. Approached, approached. I'm not even gonna try. I'm just gonna talk through it slowly and carefully. You can and do it. Yes, but mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm not even gonna try and make it a thing right now. I'm just gonna read through it nice and carefully. But you know, in case I can make it, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll try, but we'll see. Sure. You got this. 
So I'll, I'll start with a good last time in Pokemon Rollout, but we'll see what happens after that. Oh, are we good to keep going? Or... I think that's good. Yes. Okay. That's good. Do you, do you need another take of it, or do you, do no? Sorry, I, I'm I'm looking at other things while while listening, so okay. that's why my answer is slow. <laughs> yes, Michael isn't he was paying good. attention to you, is what he said. I, I'm I'm not listening. You need to work harder to earn my attention. <laughs> oh please, let me. Okay, let's try again. <laughs> Last time on Pokemon, roll out. Liliana is on for a second. Apparently her computer is about to die. Oh no! Let's let's have a moment of silence for Lydia's computer. <laughs> oh, I, was, I thought we were gonna do the ding 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 ding. Yep. Sorry, I'm back. Oh. No. I didn't want to interrupt your guys's being funny. <laughs> no worries. So, anyways, back to the dingling. Okay. He said, he said BRB in all caps, so you know it's important. Mm-hmm. Took the extra time to hit that shift key. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.